Hello, and welcome to the Alloy Personal Training Business Podcast, a show for people who want to take their personal training businesses and fitness coaching skills to the next level. Team Alloy has been in the personal training business since 1992 and share their insights from working with businesses and brands around the world. Listen in for secrets and tips on running a successful fitness business from personal training, marketing, staff management, scaling your business, and everything in between. If you are interested in having your own personal training business, our systems are well-developed, and we are focusing on very discrete segments which we think are the secrets to success. Now, let's get started with our host. John Vargas, welcome. Thanks for having me, Rick. Everybody doesn't know, this is my buddy John Farkas. He owns a gym in St. Louis called Blue Ocean Fitness. We've been friends for a while, and one thing that you might know about John, other than he was a professional dancer at one point in Vegas, and then after that, he went on to become the uh, one of the best content creators in our industry. So was the dance part true? Were you actually a cage dancer in Vegas? Uh, I haven't done that since 2015. Oh, that's right. I re- retired. That's bad, right. bad hip. Bad, yeah. <laughs> Bumping and grinding, man. That's tough for your hips. It, like, uh, yeah. It's amazingly taxing. I paid taxing. my way through college that way. And it's like working for dollars is just not the way to go about it. It no, sounds glamorous. No judgment here. Okay. G- glad to hear it. But anyway, man, I'm glad to have you. Welcome. Um, and today we're going to talk about the three most important points, I guess, for making great content, right? Yeah. I think. In this day and age, um, everybody knows video is king, right? So video content or any content really. But one thing that's, it's tough. I mean, just creating content is one thing, but if your content sucks, you're not going to get any engagement. You know how this conversation goes because you, you coach a lot of people and you teach mm-hmm. courses on how to create content, right? And people will say like, well, I did a few Facebook posts or I, I created these email campaigns and they didn't work. Or I did a couple of videos, I didn't get anything from that. So I'm not, that like video doesn't work for me or Facebook ads don't work for me or this content doesn't work for me, right? And you've probably heard that, right? All the time, every day. Yeah, and it's really not that it doesn't work. It's just that most people suck at it. Would you agree with that as well? Yeah, you know, unfortunately in today's world, you know, the posting cat videos just isn't gonna cut it anymore. Damn it, I love cat videos. It was cool when it did, but anymore, that's just not enough. (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. And so that's what we're going to cover today is just sort of your lens and to try to keep it simple. Like what are the things that people do need to know to create relevant video? Um, and then we'll, of course, at the end, you can go check out John's stuff and I'll give you um, you know, link to his course and that type of thing. So three points. Number one, know your audience. What do you mean by that? So I think this is, this is where you've got to start and it's a lot of people, and even when I started creating content, this was probably the biggest challenge or hurdle was you sit down to write or to create a video and it's like, what am I going to talk about? You know, what, what am I going to write about? What am I going to post a video about? And it's, uh, if you're starting with a blank canvas, it's really hard to get started sometimes. And the first step is just knowing your audience. And by that, I mean, like, what are their frustrations and fears? What, what kind of keeps them up at night? What, uh, what frustrates them or annoys them? And what really just like kind of stresses them out, you know, you think about like, what's, what's their frustrations and fears. It could be, they're afraid of getting hurt in the gym and that, you know, maybe for, for one person, it's just, I don't want to, you know, I'm afraid of getting started because I'll get hurt Uh, for someone else. It's, you know, I don't want to go into a gym and be intimidated for others. It could be a frustration because they feel like they don't have enough time. There's so many different angles 
that you could take that, but it's really just about, you know, understanding that person and understanding kind of where they're coming from. And, and by knowing your audience that allows you to meet them where they're at and craft your message to where it's like, look, I get it. I understand, you know, this is X, Y, and Z, like that's what's bothering you. And it's like, we can help you through that. And by doing that, it, knowing your audience comes into, it helps you out in every aspect of business. Because if you, the better, you know, your audience, the better, you know, in advance, when you sit down with someone, what are their objections? What are their, you, you already know, the longer you've done this, the, you already know what they're going to say. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. So let's dig in. Like, I think you and I share a similar audience. We both run the same business model, which is what we call small group personal training. So up to six, but it's personal training at the end of the day that drives the price threshold up and a higher price point than drives the average age that can afford what we do a little bit older, right? Not, yes. it's not for old people, but just so happens that the price threshold drives an older audience. So knowing that the things that you touched on, I would agree with like fear of getting hurt, right? I haven't been to a gym. I'm intimidated. Do I have to lose weight before I go to the gym? What I see a lot is that you have trainers, maybe new to the game or, you know, gym owners that are new to the game and they're producing content that would impress their trainer friends, right? Which is, you know, I have, maybe I'm making 90% of my income from people that are 50 years old that want to lose weight. But in, I've got one MMA fighter in my gym and all I want to do is show videos of training this super badass, right? Because that makes me feel good about myself as a coach and it might impress my peers, but that does absolutely zero doesn't speak to my customer that I want to speak to, which means it does zero for my business. Do you see that as well? Yeah. And I, I would say it actually makes the makes your situation even worse. And so what I mean by that is, so you mentioned like the MMA fighter. So that's, it's a great example, you know, everyone. And I remember as a young trainer, like, man, it was awesome training that athlete or the MMA right. fighter. Like, you know, it's like, man, this person's like so awesome and in just amazing shape. And like that, that was, it was so much fun to train that person. And therefore it's like, man, look at all the cool stuff they can do in the weighted this and that and all this craziness. Right. And so of course, because it's cool and different, you want to post that online. No one wants to, you're not going to, no one's going to be impressed by posting a video of a, a woman doing a one minute plank, like, you know, boring, move on. Right. So I think a lot of people tend to um, post kind of the outliers or they'll, I see a lot of gym owners that they'll post like they find the most one or two in shape people in the gym, the total anomalies The you know, like I said, they're, they're the one percent as far as like just being like ripped and jacked. And, you know, you walk in most gyms that we know, like that's hopefully none of my clients are listening, but like, that's just not the normal. That's not what you, <laughs> that's you not know, how that, they start. Not, right. Yeah. <laughs> how about that? They end up there uh, yeah, guaranteed in, in 12 weeks, right? But, in 12 weeks or money back, but they don't start there. Right. Well, and I get that. You're right. Because We've seen just from uh, something that is measurable, right, which is a, a, a creative for like Facebook content as an, for an ad. And if we split test a picture of someone who's super fit versus some people who are on a journey to being fit, but maybe aren't you know, there yet is through the lens of the public eye, like, oh, I want to look exactly like this person, like a super aspirational picture. The pictures of like what I would say in air quotes, normal people get way more engagement. So, you know, you put it, you put it out there and you're like, wow, I'd really like to show everybody in my gym, you know, 
in the public that everybody in my gym is like super buff, right? But that's not the facts. And the problem is that doesn't speak to your core customer that needs you more than anyone who's going to stay at your gym for 36 months and pay you $300 a month, right? They don't see anyone that looks like them. And so they automatically assume like I have to get in shape before I go there, or that's not me, or that program is going to be too advanced for me, whatever that is, or I'm going to feel intimidated there because everybody's already in shape, you know? And so, you know, what would you say then, like knowing your audience is about knowing that customer avatar, right? It's, it's definitely about knowing that customer avatar and kind of piggybacking on, on what you just said. If you think about some of the objections you get, how many, I know in our gym, I can't even count how many people over the years that have been like, oh, I'm going to start as soon as I lose 10 pounds right. or as soon as I get in shape. So if you think about like the normal person and that's your target audience, that person that's intimidated that they want to get in shape before they come to your gym, which to us sounds insane, but like, that's just, that's how people sometimes think. And then if you think about posting the, your most in shape clients online, is that going to help or hurt that Right. that stereotype or that, and that cause. And of course it's only going to make it worse. Whereas if you're posting, you know, your normal average client, I think people that see that on social media and on your website are going to be like, Oh man, those people look just like me, or maybe they're just one step or two steps ahead of my journey like that. This is a relatable. place for people like me. Right. Yeah. And, and I think you're going to attract you know, as we know, most of the population doesn't work out. I would much rather try to speak to that audience than compete against all these other existing gyms where we're all competing for the most in shape 5% of the population. That, to right. me, that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. You're just fishing in a much smaller pond and right. you're right. 80% of the population doesn't work out at all. And so if you can get someone to move, it's kind of why we opened our business, right? Yes. We want to make money, but we also want to help people. Mm -hmm. So to get people to get off the couch and come to your brand, is what that's all about. And if you can do that, you have a customer then who feels at home in a place that they didn't think that they could in the past. And so you're going to have a customer for life, essentially, and you are going to be able to change their lives, right? For and sure. So, so it's knowing your audience. And in our case, it's going to be, you know, just based on price threshold, maybe a hair older, not necessarily the buffest person in the world, because that's not the audience that we're trying to get to, even though we have those both of us in our gym, sure. you know, a lot of that depends on where they start and, and are certainly our programming and whatnot will get them there. But at the same time, it's like, eh, most people aren't starting their journey there. So we're not really, we don't want to speak to the 25 year old fit girl that like every other bootcamp brand right. in town wants. Right. Absolutely. So next we have, um, what, you know, know their pain points. Mm -hmm. And so this audience that we defined just now, what are the common pain points that you would speak to with content? So when we think about pain points, we're, we're going to start with more of an thinking about emotion. Um, and, and because I think that's what uh, one of my favorite quotes by Simon Sinek is there's two ways to uh, inspire people to move or to change. One is to manipulate them and, and, and two is to motivate them. And, you know, when we when we think about motivating someone, I mean, that comes from an emotional level. Right. And so when we're talking about like knowing what they want, we want to think about again, think about emotion because that, and that's what this is all about. And that's, what's going to cause someone that's sitting on the couch, that 80% of the people that uh, don't work out, that's, what's going to get them to be like, Oh man, you know what? I think this place can help me. Like that's what our goal is in creating good content to reach those people that, that we can then get into our gym and make an impact on their life. And so we want to start with like thinking about, you know, what are their fears? And just from a, a fear yeah, and rattle some off, like dig so, down. Like, so when you're building content based on 
the same crowd that everybody would like to train because they pay the longest and stay the longest and can get the most benefit. What are their exact pain points? So, like, name, name a few. So the pain point would be depending on, and again, this is kind of jumping all over the board, but depending on the client that you're sitting down with, pain point could be like, you know what, my my daughter's in high school and I want to be alive to walk her down the aisle someday. Right. If, if it's like, a, let's just say a guy in his 50s that maybe his doctor's been telling him, you know, he's at high risk for a heart attack. So, you know, that's going to really hit home with him. Or a pain point could be like, you know what, I want to be able to go hiking with my kids or my grandkids or my spouse or whoever when we go on vacation next summer in Colorado. And, you know, I want to be able to hike. And right now I'm so out of shape, like I'd be embarrassed to even try to go for more than like a five minute hike. Mm, yep. So those are a couple, it could be. I mean, weight know, loss is still there too. Wait, oh, wait, weight loss is always going to be, you could, so thinking about weight loss, you know, it's, it could be, I, uh, my daughter's getting married next summer oh, and I don't want to, I don't want to be, you know, embarrassed in the photos and in my dress. And I want, I want to look good in my dress for my daughter or son's, you know, wedding. There's so many, you know, you could talk about like grandparents being like, man, I want to be able to see my grandkids grow up. Right. I think, I think that's for a lot of our clients, that's a big one. That's just kind of starting for a lot of our clients. You know, they've got kids that, um, and a lot of our clients are, are just now becoming grandparents. And it's the idea that, man, I want to see my grandkids grow up over the next 20, 30 years. And they know that they've got to stay active in order for that to happen. Yeah, no, I agree. It's funny when you talk about the emotional side of it, there was in the book switch from Dan and Chip Heath, they talk about like the elephant and the rider, mm -hmm. right? And the rider is like your logical brain and the elephant is like your emotional brain. Right. And they're like the rider controls the elephant to a certain degree. But at the end of the day, the elephant does what the elephant wants to do, meaning like you're going to follow an emotional response to something, right? Well, when you think about just on that and the great book, how many clients have we talked to over the years or how many people have said like, yeah, my doctors told me I need to lower my blood pressure for the last 10, 20 years. How many people actually do it? Right. I, I don't know. You know, but it's, it's always, not much. A, it's always a, an event. Like mm -hmm. I went on a vacation, I came back, I saw a picture of myself. That's it. Mm -hmm. I went on a hike. I couldn't keep up. My whole family went out the next day without me because there's no way I could do back to back days because I was exhausted. Right that. So it's always some kind of a pain, but the pain is like what we see is literally like physical pain, yes. right? Emotional pain around lack of some kind of an appearance. It's usually around weight loss, right? Usually. Yep. Performance, meaning sure. like you said, keeping up with people, right? Being able to do things outside of the gym that, you know, to enhance their life, right? Mm -hmm. Basically. I mean, that's why we have our, our motto is like, looking good because that's relative feeling great and that yes. means like i can tie my shoes without grunting right mm -hmm. or i can keep up with my grandkids or whatever and then the last one is living life to the fullest because if i get in shape in the gym literally everything in my life is going to be better yes. right and so we just need to figure out like if you're creating content whether it's an ad or whatever that is it needs to speak to those pain points mm -hmm. the better you understand them the easier it gets to speak to, the easier it gets to create content. And for us, we we know we've whether it's whether it's video or email or really any message, when we look at it, it's like, oh wow, that was good. What we put out was really good. Is when clients will either say to us in the gym or they'll send us an e reply to an email blast or you know comment on our Facebook video. And it's like, oh my gosh, like I felt like you were speaking to me. Right. It, it was, they know it's a message to hundreds or thousands of people, 
but they'll they'll tell us it's like oh wow it's like did you write that with me in mind like that well, to me a, that's that's yeah. so cool is when clients will be like did you write that email about me and it's well, like that's how did a perfect you know? example like if you listen to like donald miller's storybook you know marketing yes. and he's got some good points but one of them is the hero of the story has to be the customer mm -hmm. so when you tell a story and you craft a story right the hero has to be that customer not you Correct. and not your business yeah no one cares it has to be the hero has to be that person so to your point, if you send out content that gets a response saying, wow, that really spoke to me, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head, right? Right. We usually, we want to kind of go into like what you just mentioned about Donald Miller. You definitely want to position the story, the client as the hero of the story. And I, I think in, a, in business, a lot of times, you know, you, fitness is, in my opinion, the worst, but it's when you go to Instagram and you see people just posting like ripped photos of themselves. I'm like, that's not, you're putting yourself as the hero. And that, that's it's not, you're, that's you're not selling really protein powder yeah, with your butt. Right. That's different. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> I have nice glutes um, by my protein. So right. it's probably a different play, but when you're trying to motivate someone who's not familiar with fitness sure, to come to a physical location, right? You have to craft a story. And, and before we go on, that's point three, tell mm -hmm. a story, like how to tell a story. So do you have, because I know like movie scripts, they all kind of follow the same story yes. or like a play or or a song. Mm -hmm. And as much as we're like, oh, we like that because it's different, we don't. Our brain likes a familiar format, right? We understand right. things in certain ways, which was why there's only a few formats for movies, right? Mm -hmm. Or any kind of storytelling. So do you have a basic framework for how to tell a story? We, we do. And it's like you said, we uh, as humans, and we've been doing it for thousands of years, like people like stories and it's an excellent way to kind of resonate with someone and, and to get them to well, the Bible. The most just, successful right. book of all times was a book of stories, right? What that's for a reason because it's stickier, right? Yes. Yeah. Story, storytelling works. I mean, it's you and I will talk and it. It's amazing how like we can talk about stuff from like 10 or 20 years ago and it's because it was a story that clicked, right. but yet, you know, I can't remember some stuff I did yesterday. Right. Like, well, give us the framework. Give us a basic framework so, for how to so build like a story. One good framework that we use. And once you kind of understand a lot of how this stuff works, it it kind of ruins watching movies, honestly. Because it's like us. you just know what's gonna happen. But so for a lot of our storytelling frameworks that we use is, you know, the first it's a five-step framework that we created that step one is, is just the introduction. And so it's inter introducing the hero, the problem, the um, you could, if you're thinking about specific to like a, a 60 or 90 second Facebook video, it could be just kind of like introducing a question. Like, have you ever thought about, I don't know, the, anything like, so step one, just kind of the intro, right? Uh, step two is then the struggle. And that's the, you know, doom and gloom, just like, oh, the paint in the, like, we think you, about it in a movie. It's like there's character development. And yeah. that character is going to go mm -hmm. through a struggle. Right? Yeah. So you, you think about, so for instance, if we wanted to use like, and I'm totally doing this off the cuff, a story about Rick building alloy, the introduction to the story could be once upon a time, there was a man named Rick. And like that, that might I be it. Love this so if far. you're talking, it's a great story. You should just wait till you hear about this guy. <laughs> so that could, that could be your uh, intro. And then the struggle was, you know, Rick thought it would be a, a great idea to open up a gym. And, and so he did, but he ran into some problems and, you know, clients wanted the same time. And so he upset a lot of clients because, you know, in the, in the one-on-one -on -one training, 
you know, he could only work with one person at a time, you know, and, and he couldn't afford to hire great trainers because, you know, the clients weren't charging enough. So you're painting this in it, in a, the struggle, that second step, it could be 15 seconds. I mean, it could be five minutes, you know, in a movie, it could be 45 minutes, but it goes back to knowing that that person, because you need to tell yep. a story that speaks directly to them. So you need to know what their struggles are. Right. right? Yes. And, and so when you're using this framework, you're pulling everything from knowing the audience right. and knowing what they want and, and where they're, they're at now points, versus yeah. where they're trying to be. So you're, you're using the, the first two things that we talked about. You're basically plugging that into your story. Got it. And then the third step of this story would be the turn or the transition. And that's that, and it could be a split Where the music second. goes from like sad to like a little bit more upbeat. It picks up, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the way Rocky. to, yes, <laughs> that's, that's that Rocky moment. So, you know, in Rick's story, the turn could be until one day his trainer didn't show up and he had to train two people at once <gasps> and, dun, 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 dun. and the clients loved it. What? And then Rick had this light bulb moment right. that maybe I could train more than one person at once. This guy sounds really dumb, actually. Crazy. should have figured that Crazy. out on his own. Uh, you would have thought, but... Right, so know, turn in step three. Step three is turn. And then step four is the payoff. And the payoff is kind of basically everything that was in the struggle, it's now flipping it to like the after or the positive. The result, yeah. The, the result, result, the outcome. Yeah. And in Rick's story, the the payoff is... Now, all of a sudden, Rick's training multiple people at once and all the clients love it because they can come in at the times that they want and he can afford all these rock star trainers because he has all these clients. And so basically, it's everything that was negative in the struggle. You're essentially doing, for the most part, the opposite in the payoff. And it's it's just, it's a before and after. Right. And it's kind of painting that transformation. So step four is is the the payoff and just kind of like that after. And it's painting that like feel good story. And then step five is the, the takeaway or the call to action. And that could happen in a couple of different formats. So if we're talking in like a, in Rick's story, it could be after the payoff of like, you know, he, he learned all this and all of a sudden now he's growing this successful business that's called Alloy. The call to action or the payoff could be like, you know what, and you can have a successful business like Rick, click below to find out more. Right. And that's the call to action. It could be a lot of times in like the emails that we'll create, the takeaway could just be uh, something as simple. It could just be like the thing about the lesson or the moral of the story where it's just like, and because, you know, Sally was able to overcome all these challenges and lose 20 pounds, like even though she wanted to give up, like you've, you've got to keep going and you have to keep going if you want to be successful. Like that could be the takeaway. It's just this, the idea of like never quit or never give up the call to action or takeaway could be like at the end of a social media video where it's just like, if you know someone that could been like, you think about telling like an emotional feel good story about not quitting or not giving up. And then at the very end, the, the takeaway could be, you know, if you know someone that would benefit from listening to this video, please share, please click share below. Right. And, and that so, would be like even an organic video, right? And that, that's one of the ways that we've had the most success is by doing that. It's like, if you know someone that would benefit from hearing this message, you know, please share. You know, it's funny when I hear all this, it's like, if you told me this, I'd be like, yeah, 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 I got it. But this is like fat loss. It's like a lot of everything in business that you and I talk about. It's simple, but it's not easy. So simple. And you've got to do it well, right? Like mm -hmm. all these steps have to be done and they have to be done well. Mm -hmm. Because if you suck on camera or you can't do a voiceover and... 
And obviously there, you could do a whole nother, you know, podcast on how to produce a video and the tools used and everything like that, but that's more tactical. So this gives us a good framework. If I was somebody who needed more information on how to make good content, emails, videos, or whatever, you run a course on that. How would I get a hold of that info? Uh, best way to do, we do a lot of uh, custom build outs or we, we really want to get to know people to see like, all right, what's the best solution for you? Uh, so just emailing us so that we can have a conversation and kind of point you in the right direction, whether it's a course or whether it's like doing something, working on a project together, or whether it's something that we kind of take on full, you know, we have, we have clients that we work with that like, they don't want anything to do with it. They're just like, this is, I know this is what I need, but like, you do I it. suck at this. Like, will you just do it? That's, that and would be me. Yes. So please, please just, it, do uh, it. Just, yeah. just do it and uh, send me the bill. Um, so how do they get a hold of you? Best way is just email, which is john at messagingdoctor.com. Messagingdoctor.com. Yes. All right, cool. Listen, I'll put that in the notes as well. But high level stuff, you guys, meaning like super high level, it's not much in the weeds to get it done. But if you know how to make video, that gives you the construct that's going to work every single time. It's sort of like these rules, just like training, right? Push, pull, hip, knee. Sure. Anti extension, mm -hmm. record, go home. And there's a million ways to do that. But at the end of the day, it always needs to be that. Mm -hmm. Same thing with, with this structure overall. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a great structure to follow. Uh, like you said, simple, not easy. You know, if someone was still thinking like, oh man, I mean, that sounds great, but you know, whatever, insert whatever excuse or reason you want, you know, best thing I could say is, you know, just get, start with thinking, just go to your audience again. Cause that's, well, that's let's go the, through the three we'll wrap it up with that. Right. Like know your audience, knowing your audience, know that, their pain points yeah. and speak to those mm -hmm. and tell a great story yeah. and follow the five steps that you gave them. Right. Absolutely. Cool. Listen, if you guys need more help, reach out to John at Message Doctor. Is that it? Messaging Doctor. Messaging Doctor. And I'll post all that stuff in the notes. Appreciate you, man. Glad you came to visit. Look forward Have to the rest time. of the weekend. Absolutely. Look See you guys. To Talk to Thank you next you. time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Alloy Personal Training Business Podcast. If you have any questions for the host or are interested in learning more about running a successful personal training business of your own, please reach out and say hello. Connect with us at www.alloypersonaltraining.com and sign up for our free newsletter to receive additional resources.